Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most cowardly podcast network. Hello and welcome to Scaredy Boys, a podcast where three cowardly friends discuss horror movies. I'm Damien. I'm Sean. And I'm Tom. And for this episode, we watched Hush. Hush is a 2016 slasher film starring Kate Siegel, who also co-wrote it with director Mike Flanagan. It follows Maddie Young, a deaf woman and horror writer who lost her abilities to hear and speak after contracting bacterial meningitis at age 13. She now lives a solitary life in the woods, which she becomes forced to fight for when a masked killer appears at her window determined to torture her. The Flan with the plan. Flan man. Big Flan. He's a king. Big King Flan. A Stephen King fan and a king himself. (laughs) Stephen King fan, the Flan, Mike Flanagan can do no No, wrong. Yeah. (laughs) Can write with his wife, too. Can write with his wife. There's also a powerhouse actor in this and in, well, frankly, everything I've seen her in. Yeah, yeah. She's very good in Hill House. She's very good in Bly Manor, the second one. Yeah. She's actually, in Bly Manor, she's really good and uh, bad. So, <laughs> yeah, be scared. Um, well, she's she's very good in this because it's such a, a small cast and she's doing a lot of the, the heavy lifting. She is Hush. She is Hush. Yeah. That's the name of her character, actually. Right. Uh, it's not Maddie. Her name is Hush. Which is an awful prescient yeah. name that her parents gave her when she yeah. was born. <laughs> right. So we're going to call you Hush, in the, on, and then we're going to deliberately give you bacterial meningitis <laughs> at age 12 or 13 or whatever. It's yeah. a good author name, though. Hush. Yeah, H- Midnight Mass by Hush Hushiton. <laughs> <laughs> Big Hushy. <laughs> but she does do well, especially because she doesn't have a lot of dialogue. I actually read, because she's deaf and mute, the film actually contains less than 15 minutes of dialogue, meaning that there's... 70 minutes roughly throughout where not a single word is spoken. Yeah. She does a good job too because she can't make any sound. She kind of yes. can make those like gasping, wincing sounds because that's air. Yeah. Right. But she can't yell. She can't even like go like cry or like make any kind of. Yeah, yeah. Exp- like there's just. Eh. Yes. That's hard, I feel, as an actor to just be mm. like, like, would you put something in your mouth to stop yourself from being. <laughs> It's just nuts, nah, just acting, mate. You're just, just good at it, I guess. Raw acting. Just acting, my boy. Yeah, well, <laughs> thanks. Thanks, Sir Lawrence Olivier. <laughs> but then also, like, this was basically her first major role. Yeah, because I think in the credits, didn't it say introducing Kate Siegel? Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't pick up, because I saw, like, she'd done, like, one episode of Numbers. Yeah, maybe it was, like, her of... first, like, feature lead role. Yeah, yeah. Right. I think, she, I think yeah. she played, obviously, like, Corpse or Clerk in... Yeah. Uh, you know, police procedural on network TV in the States. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. But this had the feel of like, you know, pretty low budget. 
yes. sort of slasher yeah, flick yeah. written by a husband and wife duo. I think, Damo, you spotted in the credits, like, I think Flanagan's parents probably tipped in some money yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, there was all the special thanks, including his parents, which I'm guessing funded part of it. Yeah. It's good. It's Look, I, this is a good sort of, I guess, s- start for him. There's things in this that you can see, particularly um, Gerald's game, mm. having seen that, which he did after this. Yep. You can see, like, there are elements of this where he's almost, like, just trying a few things out to, like, an audition piece to get to there. Yeah, yeah. Or even just, like, even to get to, like, Dr. Sleep. There's some nice little elements where he's just taking things that we know about slashes and horrors and just kind of positing them in a different way. Like, the idea mm. of having, and I think we've talked about, you know, slasher as a genre being a thing. That, mm. Like, I think out of the movies we watched that are slasher, most of them haven't rated too highly amongst us. Um, and I think if you're going to do a slasher now, you can't. Like, this tropes, for our show, the question we have, did they act wisely or foolishly, mm. how would we go? how would we do often stems from the trope of slashes of, you know, Kevin Bacon's horny. He doesn't look in the woods. He gets stabbed. <laughs> yeah. Um, whereas I think to do something good in a slasher, you have to try to do something new. So Scream does something new. So I think you've got to look at the genre tropes and be like, okay, how can I tell something that is interesting in this genre? And I think Flanagan's gone, well, all right, what if the premise is that you have a killer who can literally like fire a cannon outside mm, mm. and the victim won't know. So in that context, we become the victim because we're we're more aware of what this killer can do than Hush Hushington is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly right. And it's that it is that thing where if the audience is ahead of the character, we're afraid for them because we know something they don't. We want them to figure it out because then they'll be safe. Mm. So there is a bit of that at the start when the neighbour uh, is getting killed right outside her window. She's making dinner or whatever. And has no clue that he's out there. It's fucking awful. And it's awful and it's brutal and it comes in very early. It's yuck. Fuck you, Flanagan. He's a big bloody dog. Also, that was an interesting scene because it seemed at the time as if the killer knew that she was deaf. Because he was making like no effort to hide (laughs) what he was doing. But then afterwards, he starts tapping on the glass and then he seems to figure out that she's deaf. It was really weird from him. Yeah, yeah. It made us think that it might be... The neighbor's boyfriend or husband yeah. or whatever, or yeah. it might be someone that you that she knows. Yes, but it wasn't the case. Craig, it was kind of a weird choice. Was yeah, Craig on Craig, the phone. That, I mean, he he was almost pointless because they mm. threw him out. But then very early on, you're like, well, it's not him. I think I think that was just so when she spoke to the sister. Oh, that he'd we mentioned, have that info. Yeah, that mentioned that she's home uh, alone. Basically, no uh, one's coming for there, her. Yeah, you get that fucking great scene where she's got the lipstick and she's written on the door. Yeah, boyfriend. I coming didn't see home. your face. Boyfriend coming home, and then he just. Fuck that! So that is pretty chilling, I have to mm. say. Like, I mean, when we were watching and talking about it, that we were like, maybe they blew their load a bit early, and you <laughs> see the kill straight away. We don't get that strangest kind of dread of like it would have been pretty cool. Killer stalking her through, like they maybe could have spent ten or fifteen minutes of the killer stalking her through the house, and yeah. we know, and she doesn't. Yes. Whereas they kind of do it once, and then he's just like, "I'm here, hey girl, yeah, <laughs> in my face," yeah. and he does that great line where she's like, "Yeah, boyfriend coming," and he just repeats verbatim right. the conversation she had with her sister, including calling her Squish, yeah. which is awful. Yeah. <laughs> or even just the fact, like, I haven't seen your face, so you can go. You can, like, I'm no problem for you. And then right. he takes his mask off and shows yes. his face. And we're probably, at that point, 15 minutes into I'll the say, movie. yeah. So, so it's know, fucked. You know that, yeah, literally they go from, it goes from zero to 100. It would have been nice maybe to play around with some of the tension of having a... Mm, mm. I feel like, yeah, they have a cool concept that they, I don't know, Maybe this is too harsh, but like they could have, like, I reckon you get more mileage out of it. Oh, yeah. They could have gone harder with the scares. It's right. weird for this show, but I think, yeah, we did want to be scared more. <laughs> Fuck which is, wrong with is it? disgusting. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's more of just like heaps of tension rather mm. than 
legitimate scares. I, I thought I was so scared coming into this. You really movie were, yeah. Because I thought it was just going to be The Strangers 2.0. Yeah. yeah. But it kind of wasn't. It was just kind of like a, a cool concept that was pretty tense with mm. a couple of jumps here and there. Yep. Yeah. Well, it, like, it almost felt like it started off as like sort of slasher horror. And and yes, there's, there's someone on the prowl and we're nervous and we're scared. But because it, it did the thing, which I actually found really interesting, where we saw the monster very early um, and that we knew who it was, we knew who the, what their motivations were, which I'm guessing Flanagan did deliberately to kind of like force himself into a new direction with this opposed to other slashes. But then after that, it, it felt more thriller because it was yes. actually her fighting for her life against a force that we could all see almost all the time. Mm. Yeah. I, I, but I think that's, that's, again, an interesting thing because it, in, in, in a sort of another realm and while I literally just said, oh, it would have been nice to maybe spend mm. more time with him like stalking her, doing that, forcing the hand, then immediately means the movie, the pace of the movie cranks up and the stakes are very clear. Mm. This is what he wants. He's a psychopath and he has that chilling line where he's like, I, could, I can just come in yeah. whenever I want. Mm. Yeah. And she can't necessarily hear where he comes in. No. Like there's, she's got no phone. He slashed the tires. He's cut the Wi-Fi like... And she can't call for help. Right. There's just so many things working against yeah. her. And so him then spelling out the motivation straight up, it's pretty fucking effective because you're like, okay, this guy's just, like, he's come prepared. He's got a crossbow. He's got some knives. <laughs> yeah. He's got a snake tattoo. Yeah. He's a bad man. Yeah. yeah. But on that point, Tom, like, I can come in anytime I want. And then the fear comes from, oh, well, when's he, where's, where's he going to come in? When's he going to come in? Yeah. But then he kind of doesn't. Like, he doesn't really come in until the end. No, he's happy to prowl. Like, he's happy yeah. to play predator to her prey. Yeah. But only in that he's going to react to whatever she does. Yeah. Where he's not really leading any scares other than the, the earlier scene where he gets the neighbor and, like, uses her corpse yes. to bang on the window, which is awful. Yeah. That's brutal. But I kind of thought that, oh, this is phase one of his plan to torture yeah. her. Yeah. But that was kind of it. Then it was just like, cool, let's see what she does and I'll react to it. Yeah, that was like the height of his plan. Yeah. It's like he was hungry for the game, but then didn't know how to play the game. <laughs> yeah. He's kind of just happy to stand outside and be like, all right, I'm going to wait for her to escape, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Was it... Is it potentially though that he was not like maybe more prepared for her to be a bit weaker because she she gets on the front foot pretty quickly. Mm. She's afraid and then she's like, "No, you know what? Fucking let's fucking go." Yeah. And so maybe he has to react, but he's, maybe he's more reactive because she's more proactive than maybe he was anticipating. Like maybe he was anticipating she'd kind of hide in the house for a bit so he does the window knock and then because then immediately after the window knock, she mm. runs out and does the car keys thing. Right. Yeah, and he's forced to react to that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think she gives off way more than he was bargaining for. But he just, I don't know, I wanted him to be more active. Like, I've seen this cool vampire movie where, um, like, because it's a vampire thing, the vampire can't come into the house because he's not invited. Mm. So, what does he do? He's like, well, how do I get my prey out of the house? So, he pulls up the gas line and, you know, starts to smoke him out, essentially. Yeah. Kind of wanted him to do stuff like that to try and, like, push her into the rooms that he wanted her in and stuff. But he didn't do anything to kind of move her around her own house. Right. He was just happy to sort of lurk and wait. Yeah, true. Uh, I will say, though, the tension that you do get might, might be diminished by him lurking and knowing where he is comes from the fact that if she tries to do anything, normally your staple of your slasher is to hide and be quiet. Mm. She's deaf. She cannot hear how loud she is at any given moment. So anytime she does anything, like that, that sequence just before with the car alarm, right. fucking great idea. You're like, brilliant. You're very clever. Then, then it, she's leaning out the window trying to get her neighbor's phone from the body to call the cops or someone. Yeah. And you realize as soon as the car alarm stops and she's still like scrambling for it, she doesn't know when the car alarm stops. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She doesn't have that. It's a great plan, but it's like, well, she's got no idea when he's going to. And sure enough, 
she doesn't. No. He comes back and she has to quickly get back right. in if she doesn't succeed. And likewise, she can't hear him coming. No. So she doesn't know the car alarm stopped. We see him well before she stops trying to go for the thing. Mm. But then also, later on when she does manage to sneak outside, she is so loud. Yeah. But she's got no clue yeah. how loud she is. Yeah. And it's he all ca- He catches like, us so quick. It's so quick. And that's the thing. Like, that works really well to show, well, she can't get away because you need to sneak away. And she basically doesn't have the ability to sneak. Yeah. yeah. That scene you mentioned, Tom, is like this great example of like tension versus terror. Where like it's tense when she's trying to get it and you know he's off at the car alarm. But mm. then the minute you realize your stomach starts to sink, because you're like, oh, no, she can't. Like yeah. you said it while we watched mm. it. She can't hear the alarm. Like yep. it's fucking, it's actually terrible. But the yep. moment you realize is the exact moment where he comes around the corner. Right. It's too late. And you're like, oh, Flanagan. Yeah, hold, hold that for just that <laughs> little bit longer. Yeah. And we're, we're going to have some proper terror going on. Yeah. 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 But it wasn't even the typical, like in that moment, I expected probably like a close up of her and then suddenly, bam, his hand slams down. Yeah. He's there. Okay. But he just came around the corner. Like, yeah. I don't know. The movie, it didn't, it, it probably just didn't go as hard as I was expecting. No. But also, it probably doesn't need to yeah. do that because- What's the point of focusing it on her hands? Again, how much better is it to do a wide shot where we see him before she does? Because she can't hear him. Actually, yeah, that's the she whole point of it. The, the yeah. I gotta trust the flan man. Stop second guessing him. <laughs> gotta trust him. He's the flan with the plan. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> and he loves he's a big Stephen King fan. Yeah. yeah. Can't think of any other and words. <laughs> well, on the Flanagan of it all. So this came out in 2016. Yeah. Yep. This was a big year for Flanagan. He had three movies out in 2016. Jesus. He had this, Before I Wake, and Ouija, Origin of Evil. Can't wait to do all of them. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to... I can. Yeah. Especially... I can wait. The movie that has the, the subtitle, Origin of Evil. <laughs> Fuck off. I hate... The whole concept of Ouija board scares the shit out of me, if I'm being honest, boys. Mm. Anytime anyone's like, oh, yeah, we should just do it again. Like, it's kind of fun. It's like, no. I've... I've seen oh, every no, don't, of- don't play it. No, don't bring him in. <laughs> Shit. That's like going, opening the door to like a bear and being like, yeah, fucking come in. That's- I'm, I'm covered in steak. Right. Oh, that's Remember my dumb move of lighting a candle when we did the host episode? <laughs> yeah. That's like that times a thousand. I'm still impressed you're alive, Sean, to be yeah. honest. So far. Yeah. Fucking hell. I hate that I'm in the same room as you. Yeah. Well, I'm, probably because it was flame. Flame can't kill. <laughs> yeah. Much like the flame man is the flame man, I'm the flame man. Like, <laughs> you're you're yeah. the master of the flame. The flame man. <laughs> yeah. uh, I probably will die burned alive. <laughs> yeah, you will. <sighs> At your own hand. Yeah, irony. Yeah. It'll be, look, when we find you and you're burnt to a crisp, yeah. Damon and I will be sad but immediately happy because we'll know that you died doing what you love. Yeah. <laughs> and the cops are like, you want to investigate? And you're like, there's no point. <laughs> we, know, we know who it is. Yeah. Who was it? Sean. <laughs> or ghosts. In which case, still Sean. Yeah. <laughs> right. Sean Carney. He's the flame man. Don't worry about it. Um, that's, that's a big... That's a big year. It's Here big I year, am right? like, oh, you know, this shows that he's, you know, got some. And then he's like, nah, he's just making fucking three movies. No, no worries. Mm. But even then, it feels like he was just like making stuff, putting it out there, putting it out there. And I could obviously led up to him getting these bigger gigs. Like, this is the movie that basically got Stephen King's attention. Yeah. One, because there's Stephen King references in it with, yeah. the, with the books on the bookshelf. But Stephen, Stephen King would love this shit. Yeah. Well, like, he, he <laughs> tweeted about it. Um, oh. What did he say? He said something like, he said, like, how good is Hush up there with Halloween? Ooh. Um, this sort of stuff, Ooh. kingy. So yeah, he's a big fan, and then obviously now they're they're partnered on a bunch of projects. Yeah, I think there's a few. He's got some coming up, Flanagan, that are all, again more adaptations of King. Yeah, the one interesting thing is that his next series is um, Midnight Mass, which is the book this character wrote in this in this movie. It'll be very interesting to watch that show and see if there's a character named Erica. Oh yeah, uh, and if watching Hush spoils the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, 
and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. All right, well, uh, were we scared? Yeah, I think there's some genuine... Not... Not as much as I wanted to. What the fuck, boy? Yeah, not <laughs> what in the, the fuck is that Thomas. sentence? Not in the way I thought I would be. Like um, enough exposure to the monster. It's like you said, Damo. Mm. It fairly quickly moved from horror into sort of more thriller territory, right. and then it was more just like sort of enjoying it rather than being petrified. I, yes, yeah. I, I was scared. There were multiple times where you couldn't see him, and it got scary. Yeah, the first time he shows up, terrifying. Mm. The times where he's just loitering in the background. Also fucking awful. Yeah. Anytime when I thought I was going to get a jump scare, right. yes, very scared. Yeah. And then, I mean, fuck, there's that great sequence where she's finally like, do it, come in, I'm ready to die. Yeah. She does that brilliant thing of going to the computer and writing, oh, you know. Broke me, yeah. Um, this is what he looks like. I died fighting. And then runs up into the uh, bathroom yeah. Yeah. with the knife, you know, ready to face him. And it does that reverse shot and you just see... Like it's closing in on her face and she's like breathing quite dramatically and you see glass falling yeah. down behind her. It's like he's coming in through the roof and she can't fucking hear. She's got yeah. no idea. Yeah. Mm. And like that's, I think, not like flat out I was terrified, but it was more like, like just I wanted, it's that thing of like turn around, like fucking yeah. turn around. But you can't because you don't know he's there. Was, oh, fuck. It was great because it played on its own rules too where she heard mm. the vibrations. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he like laughed about killing her and she felt the breath on his neck and then yeah. as he went to stab her, she turned around and stabbed him. Oh, that was yeah. a great shot. That was really good. Can we talk about something quickly before we move to tape the most scary things? Yeah. Do you reckon, do you reckon the Flan, mm-hmm. the Flanningen, has a problem with handigans? <laughs> Doesn't like hands. Doesn't like hands. I think every movie we've watched with him, hands have not been good. So... No one in those movies is going to be a hand model. No, absolutely <laughs> fucking not. So what? Dr. Sleep, um, Rose's hands get fucked by the drawers. Yep. Yep. Gerald's game. <laughs> Some hands do very badly in that movie. Yep. Um, full degloving. 
Ah, oh, I feel sick just thinking so about it. Gross. Yeah, yeah. We, this, we don't have to talk about hands anymore, yeah, no. boys. <laughs> she she gets her fucking hands smooshed up by him in yeah. the doorway. So please, doorway. Mike Handigan, no more. Yeah, <laughs> just be be nice. Yeah, it's almost like, you know Tarantino loves feet. Flanagan hates hands. Yeah, <laughs> he's, got, he's got an inversion of a hand fetish. He wants them destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, look, I, I definitely at the start I was scared. And then, yeah, I, I do agree that it kind of dipped off. I was very engaged. I, I quite enjoyed this movie a lot, to be honest, in that it did something different with slashes than what we've seen. I, I feel slashes are a bit of a limited genre in that I, I don't know how far you can stretch it, say, emotionally. Yep. Um, it's sort of that thing where the character arc is probably them getting brave enough to fight back. Yep. You don't really have much beyond that. But then on that, I really like that this was a nice tight, I think it was 86-minute runtime. The, the magic number. That's yep. what you need for something like Sub this. Sub 100. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. It's what um, that's actually. I was like, yeah, sub hundred. Isn't that like a good running distance? Yeah. No, nah, you run a hundred meters, Tom. That's the. <laughs> Usain Bolt won those gold medals running ninety six meters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he ran so fast that he actually manipulated space. Yeah. To be small, I think what I meant was like sub ten is a good. Is yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And then I just added an extra zero. Yeah. So uh, fuck me, I guess it works. No, Tom. Look, we all we all knew what you're talking about. We all <laughs> yeah. followed it, and we all it's, loved it. It's a magic number. As soon as, as soon Good as you work. See, see three digits mm. on a movie runtime, my brain starts to go. Whoa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not every movie, like, especially so, for horror. Yeah, unless it's got a lot of heart and a whole lot of story. Yes. Doctor Sleep. Yeah, or The Wailing, which incredibly is two and a half hours and is compelling for every minute. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I reckon I was maybe scared for say 25, 30 minutes of that 86 yeah. minute runtime, and then. Still, like, engaged and still concerned for the character. But, again, no more than in an action thriller or that yeah. sort of thing. I think that's it. Yeah, the movie the movie moves from you're scared to I now want you to survive. Yes. You then start thinking. It did that, that really nice thing, too, where because she's a writer, she talks earlier about how she has, like, constant endings in her head. And you have that as a trope where she's when the neighbor's husband comes back. Fucking great scene where he's pretending mm. to be a cop. Yes. Fuck, yeah, fuck. yeah, yeah. So good. Yeah. But the neighbor's husband's awesome too because yeah. he doesn't he's not just a sacrificial lamb. No. no. Like he's pretty clever. He's just unlucky, really. Yeah. Well let's yeah. let's jump into did our characters act wisely or foolishly? Because I really don't think anyone acted that foolishly. No. In Again, except for one moment, I think. I hit us with it. Where she stabs him in the bathtub and then runs away. It's like you've got you've done seventy five percent of the job, finish him. Leaves both off. knives in the yeah. bathroom. Yeah, yeah. That's always frustrating. He's yeah. in pain. Pick the knife up, pick both knives up, go again. Yeah. Just kamikaze, yep. you know, fucking kamikaze. That's not what it is. What's this? What's what's swords? I don't know, mate. I, this time, I don't know what you're trying to say. None of us do. None of us enjoyed it. Actually, I've okay. Can I? You're very pretty, but I don't understand yep. you. <laughs> I've just realised what I was thinking of. Yeah, and it was a Pokemon. <laughs> Go on. So the Pokemon Kabutops, okay. which has got two swords for hands. Yeah. So instead of full kamikaze, I think I was like, yeah. Full Kabutops. I thought it was like Scyther. Is that the one? Scyther's from, got from back hands. in the original days. Yeah, yeah. Kabutops is also OG. Yeah. And it has, like, Scyther's got, like, green bug hands, yeah. whereas Kabutops' hands. Obscure. Yeah. Let's bring it back to sort of horror realm. Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. 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 Go Edward Scissorhands on her, yeah. on him, sorry, and just phew, go Edward to Edward Kabutops' hands. Yes. <laughs> just on each hand is a small Pokemon yeah. with claws for hands. Yeah. Each of his, each of his fingers yeah. are a Pokemon. So that's the way to beat. A slasher man. Yeah, you have to have a have to take the slash to him. Take the take the slash to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or slash on him. Just piss on him. <laughs> I mean, fuck. Imagine as a murderer, someone actively <laughs> pissing on you. Would just, I reckon it would buy you time because there'd be a moment where they'd be like, 
the fuck? And then you can hit him with a bat or some kind of implement. Wait, who's pissing on who in this scenario? Well, hang on. Aren't you pissing on the slasher? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But <laughs> after you've, after you've like, you know, don't, don't like do one little stab and then <laughs> piss get, on him instead of running away. No, no, like, no, no. Make sure he's fucked up. But probably alive enough just to suffer the humiliation of being right. pissed on. I think... No, no, no. Piss on him. Like, stab him. Yeah. Then as he's trying to get himself organized, piss on him. And he'll be like, what the fuck? And as he opens his body up for the, what the fuck is this? You then stab him again in his opened up areas. This it's is a high-risk play because your genitals are exposed. That's right. You're exposing <laughs> genitals to a slasher. Yeah. 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 Fuck. It's brave. Slash v. Slash is big. Slash v. Slash is big. Don't know if that's the strategy. <laughs> Now I'm not sure if our char- characters acted wisely or foolishly. I'm just um, saying, Maddie, you should have pissed on him. <laughs> she acted really yeah, great, except for that one yes, instance, yes. I think, which happens a you lot. Got so you got angry. fucking angry. Oh, because she had been doing so well throughout. Like She yeah. was a switched-on character. And it, it is a thing that we've seen in other movies where, yeah, a single stab, which does debilitate him. Like It's not like he's still fighting back. You got one in and you have to back off. Yeah. He was out for the count. She could have easily finished the job. Yeah. So fucking annoying, especially when the rest of the time they were so wise. Like even like you said, the neighbor wasn't a sacrificial lamb. He came in, thought he was a cop, was was playing along, but saw enough things to think something's not right here. Had picked up the rock, was ready to go. The only thing that put him oh. off was her banging on the window, which is just heartbreaking. Yeah, she's trying to tell him no, no, no. But we're like, again, this film's done very well in fucking with the audience. Mm. We again know more than she does. We know yeah. that he's worked it out. Yes. He's actually about to save her. Yeah, right. Because as 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 our killer says, mm. as he's killing him, didn't think I'm going to be able to beat you. I actually yeah. thought I wasn't going to be able to beat you if it was a one-on-one fight. Yeah. Cuz he's a lot bigger. Yeah. He's probably quicker. Yeah. But I made it even and look Full credit to you. Full, yeah, full credit yeah. to the boys. Uh. <laughs> Especially when the neighbor went down and you think he's out for the count and then he does this powerful charge. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, what last, a man. Every last ounce of his strength. Yeah, but wasn't uh, just wasn't enough. No. Love him. Yeah. So, yeah, mostly she does very, very well. Like, like I said, she's never a damsel in distress. Like, she literally can't scream, but she didn't waste any time screaming. She kind of got down to business yeah. pretty quick, which, again, it was another thing that lowered the fear factor but did make it so she was... More likable, more easy yeah, to get on board with. I tell you what, easily way more capable than Jamie Lee Curtis in uh, right. first half. Yeah. Oh, fuck yes. yeah. She's dropping knives left, fucking right, oh, and centre. Yeah. At least we've only had Maddie drop a knife once. Yeah. And then she finds a, a corkscrew. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, that does gets, gets the job severe done. damage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, one thing I liked um, just before he's about to kill her, this is when she feels the breath on his neck. Mm. It's because he's like, I reckon I can get you to scream. That's actually a very chilling and a very nice character thing if he'd said that earlier. Like if yeah, that was his game, yeah. he's like, oh, I reckon I'm going to make right, you scream. Yeah. And that's his whole thing. How do I do? How do I make that happen? A few things just came in a little bit too late and I would have mm. liked to see him earlier. Yeah. That's actually really nice. Sure. Yeah. Mm. That is I good. Like you should call Mike. I just call Mike. Let him yeah, know. I'll call him up. Hey, Flan Man. <laughs> do, do Hush again. Yeah. Hush 2. Hush 2. Hush 2.0. It's got Batman in it. Hush hour. Yeah. <laughs> also, stop ruining hands. Yeah. yeah, come on, mate. Feet. Yeah. <laughs> get get feet, to work yeah. on feet. Hey, you got a whole body to work with. Can I say, if you had to pick out a hands and feet, feet are way grosser. Yeah. <laughs> Go feet. So much so that when Tarantino watches him, he goes, oh, I'm not in love with feet anymore. <laughs> Fix Tarantino. Yeah. You could save oh, Hollywood. Save everyone. <laughs> Fuck. Tarantino's 10th and final film. We'll have everyone wearing shoes. Yep. Although that or he's going to go so much harder. He's like... <laughs> You're right. Once upon a time in Hollywood, leant into feet fucking heaps. Yeah. Fuck the man's horny for feet. He, he no, is. Look, nothing wrong with that. 
Just get it out of my movies, please. <laughs> All right, boys. How would we do in this situation? Um, so I'm assuming we're deaf. Yeah, that's we, a good we have point, basically Connie. the same same where we are her, so we can't yeah. hear or speak. Right. For whatever reason, um, we've just we've all been to the footy, okay. and uh, it was yeah. it was big. So Wait, we, did we all con- cont- contract bacteri- bacterial meningitis at the footy? No, together? no, no. We've been to the footy, and it was a close game. And we okay. all screamed out like, I don't know about you, Sean. <laughs> after you've been to a game of the footy, my voice is gone. I Mine's can barely gone. whisper. Yeah. Um, and then we've had a swim okay. after the footy. And I don't know about you boys, but my ears always fill up with <laughs> right. when I swim, so I can't hear shit. And so we also can't do sign language because this is No, new... yeah, correct. We can't yeah. do sign language. So it's... <laughs> well, <laughs> this, oh. this boy has done a course. Okay. Oh. Yep. A long time ago, forgot most of it, but I know a bit. I know enough. <laughs> I know the letter okay. J. I know enough, but it's not helpful because you two don't know it, so I'm not <laughs> communicating <laughs> with anyone. You start doing sign language, and I just do the only two I know, which is for applause and yeah. the letter J. I'll just call you guys bitches the whole movie. That was that was in the film. Although I think American Sign Language is um, quite different, different from Australia. Yeah. I, I find that fascinating uh, that, yeah, you have different variations of, of mm. a language like you do with literally. It makes sense. Literally any other language. Yeah, right. in my, yeah. I remember early on, I always just thought, oh, everyone has the same sign language. Mm. Sign language on Sesame Street, different to the sign language on Cheese TV. Yeah. That is a very good reference for everybody. <laughs> yep. yeah. At first, you're like, that's wild. But then you're like, well, no, it's not because no. the countries right. have different languages. Of yeah. course. And even, yeah. even countries that speak English have different phrases for things. Yeah. We say things heaps better than a lot of other places. In any event, like my, my shit brag that I once knew a little bit of sign language does not help. No. <laughs> um, I think, boys, we're going to be okay. Provided uh, old mate John Gallagher Jr. doesn't become the sneaky boy. I think we're fucked if he's sneaky. If he's just prowling around. Yeah. Well, he wasn't sneaky in this movie, so I think we keep those parameters. Like... That, that's sort of almost our, our our issue with this movie, that he wasn't sneaky enough. But yeah. then, for us, it helps out quite a bit. I think we write on the door immediately, do it. When, <laughs> yeah. like, when you're begging for death, we're like, yeah, fucking kill us. We're, right. Look, I'm so waterlogged, my head hurts. <laughs> He's not a big guy. No. Yeah. This has shades of what we did in The Strangers, which is stand mm. in the corner. Uh, sorry, stand in the middle of the room. Right. Each of us looking out so we can see him coming. Yeah. And just like... Go on, mate. We've got to get the crossbow off. That's what I was about yeah. to say. The problem there is crossbow, which is, again, that's a nice addition because it does mean distance is a problem. Yeah. Um, but I do think, yeah, ultimately we need to go on the attack. Like, I like that the when he killed the neighbor, he basically said, yeah, shit, you would have had me if, if I hadn't got the sneaky in on yeah. you. So I'm like, well, that actually gives me a bit of confidence because not that we're big, tough lads, but there's three of us. Yeah. So together if, we are. We're standing on top of yeah. each other's shoulders. <laughs> right. we're, a, we're a big unit. <laughs> Fuck, we are. Yeah. We are. We are like what? You're what? How tall are you, Sean? Fucking six something. <laughs> and I'm I'm six one. There you go. So between the three of right. us, eighteen so we, feet. We power ranger this shit. Yeah. We do. We we turn to a megazord. <laughs> yeah, we do. Oh, we're Ultron. Or is that his name? Ultron. Was there an Ultron? Voltron. 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 That's right. Yeah. Man, there are going to be some people who are listening to that who, for a three second period, were. So angry at me. <laughs> and I won't apologize. We Voltron him. So yeah. while we're staring at each other's shoulders, screaming Voltron, he's just stepping into it. He's on the bottom. He's going, all right, I'm just going to... St-. Actually, boys, 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 boys. We've actually worked out the solution of how to beat a slasher. Piss on him. Oh, that's true. Whoever's on top is pissing on him no. from above. Boys, all three. Piss oh, fountain. Piss fountain. Oh, yeah. get on the, we, all, we all just get on the roof. And just piss on just him. fucking piss on him. <laughs> He's running around the house. We're running around without yeah, the yeah. town. <laughs> so what did she do to get the crossbow? She had to go outside. Yep. She um oh no it's it's when he's on she, she's on the roof oh yeah and he climbs up yeah and she kicks him that in the was done by him yeah he yeah, doesn't yeah, have yeah. that's the only time in the movie really where he gave the power back to her yeah and then she didn't quite use it oh, to, well, enough <laughs> I think we would do enough I think we could kick him in the head and 
probably kill him. I think if we got the crossbow, because the thing was actually no, you're right. Piss on him. Piss on him when he's climbing up. He gets it gets slippery. Yeah, falls, breaks his neck. Also, if we get the crossbow, piss on him and then finish him off with the crossbow for good yeah. luck. That's true because the crossbow is hard to load, but with yeah. three, of, three us, of us, I yes. think we can. Yeah, we we're, can. An, we're an 18 foot man. Yeah. Also, when he's expecting piss and a crossbow gets him, yeah. oh, that's that. That's good. That's yeah. satisfying. Yeah, yeah, and then you can trick him because you're like, oh, I've still got some piss left, and he's like, ha. I secretly love being pissed on. <laughs> Bang. Well, no, the great thing the is face. you piss on him and he's like, ah, oh, fuck. And he finally wipes it out of his eyes and he's like, thank God that's over. Bam. Crossbow. crossbow. <laughs> Can't wipe yeah. a crossbow out of your eyes. Yeah. That'd be- <laughs> Got him good. Got him good. <laughs> I'll be honest, but we, uh, we're watching this movie. I didn't, I didn't know that it would end with someone covered in piss, but part of me did kind of expect. <laughs> so I'm glad we got there. I'm glad we got there. That's that's the that's the we gotta get that hashtag trending. Slash <laughs> yeah. on the slasher. Yeah. Slash on the, the slasher. other option is like home alone sort of style. Yeah. You know. And that's just us having a good time. Yeah, but it all ends in piss. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah. Even if the three of us have to piss in a bucket and like <laughs> rig it up above the doorway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, part of me, after watching Home Alone as a kid, part of me is just like waiting for the day yeah. where I get to Home Alone somewhat. Yeah. So I'd like, you'd be like kind of a little giddy. You'd be like, let's do it. Let's yeah. just Home Alone I, this shit. I want to, and then you try to explain your Home Alone plans to us. And I'll be, I can't talk to you. <laughs> right, I we're just miming at each other. Yeah. Sean's trying to do sign language. I've actually learned the American one, so I don't know right. who's signing yeah. at me. Yeah. Sean's miming pissing, and we're like, Sean, I have no idea what the fuck you're yeah. talking about. I mean, could just if you need to use the toilet, down. mate, it's <laughs> no, down no, the hallway. No, that's too easy. <laughs> it's too easy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's come in before. He snuck in before and stole all our pens and paper yeah, right. with the phones. He's yeah. taken everything. He's pretty clever. There's no lipstick left. You know what he hasn't taken? Our piss. That's no, true. he hasn't. He can't. He didn't, he didn't turn the water off. We're just drinking water. Like, <laughs> yeah, just yeah, water. Yeah, He's like, what are these dickheads doing just drinking water all the time? <laughs> like, oh, you're going to cop it, mate. <laughs> you got no idea. <laughs> well, that is all the scary talk we have for this episode. I've been Damien. I've been Sean. I've been Tom. And if you have any comments, would like to say hi, you can email us at 3scaredboys at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at scaredyboys or individually. I'm at Midday Pajamas. I'm at Carney from 55. And I'm at Awkward Trade. Stay scared, everyone. Bam. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.